Not for your laying back, with one leg up. Like, like one leg's like straight and the other one's like bent up. I'm not gonna do. Either. How do you sleep at night? Just like that, and I just with learned. one leg in the air. Not in the like air. Just in... like up at an angle, like like curled up. So so, so like, are, you, are you laying on your back? Okay, I'm laying. No, on, no, don't get don't I'm get I'm laying up. on don't my stomach, up. and one leg is like this in my bed. I'm oh, like so you're laying on your stomach, mm-hmm. and, and your one up. leg knee is up, yeah. and one leg's down. Yeah, uh. I thought that was very bad for your back, apparently. Which I thought it was great you for your back. Think of that. I thought it was well, great. To be it, honest, it like sitting in general is bad for your back. That's true. Everything we do is bad. Everyone has bad. I saw that like was good for your hips and your back, and I was like, and it's very comfortable to sleep that way. If you're a baby, Callie and Dave, pineapple culture. It's not just a culture, though. It's a way of life. P-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E Culture Culture Callie and Dave are here to call you out on all your mistakes. It's a buffet of hearsay. Callie and Dave are bringing all of their passionate hot takes on Monday, not Tuesday. P-I-N-E when my wife gets home and the dog barks, Why? We're, we're just gonna power through. I know you're in a hurry, but you can't stop. I'm not for like in a hurry. Five I'm, minutes. I'm not in a hurry. You are in such a hurry. I'm not. The people need to know that I have a nice dog that protects our house. Yo, also, Joey, Joey leaped at the door when I walked in. Like, leaped? Because he loves you. Like, no, like, I was, like, scared. I've never been scared of Joey before for a split second. He hears you. Look, he hears you saying his name. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome, guys, to the podcast. My Were you name recording is, this whole time? My name is... Da- Stop <sighs> acting surprised. I don't know when you're recording unless you, I hear the sound. Whenever you walk into this room, we're recording. You mean our special recording booth that we run out every week to record our podcast? No, this room in my house oh, <laughs> can you just like be cool just like for could, a second could you, could you just could you just could please you, could you just please robin please so um mm-hmm. callie david we just graduated 2021 and we went back in time to 2022 back in time yeah 2022 oh <laughs> <laughs> i was like back in time you didn't What's, see my answer what year is it <laughs> That was my. Nah, that like, was my. I, can you do the rest? <laughs> my of, Doc Brown. Could you do the rest of the podcast like that? Like Doc Brown. Uh, do you know Doc Brown's real name? Doc Brown from Rick and not Rick and uh, <laughs> Marty from Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. What's his real name? Christopher Lloyd. What? Christopher Lloyd. His name's Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Do you know who Christopher Lloyd is? It sounds like I sh- very familiar. Like I should. The know creators of Modern Family. Wait, wait. Is that so weird? <laughs> That's insane. The same guy who played Doc Brown for three, one of the best trilogies made in the 70s and 80s, wrote Modern Family. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Wow. Yeah. Kind of cool know, though, right? I had a dream about Modern Family last night. That's the final, really funny that you bring that up. I love Modern Family. Because it's I was watching so Modern so Family to fall, before I fell asleep last night. And when you're falling asleep, and like, you just hit the pause, just as like you're drifting off. And I had a dream about Modern Family. As I'm family. driving down the road. What? <laughs> So uh, guys, we're gonna do a little bit of a little bit of uh, the pineapples. Oh wait, real, real quick, guys. The pineapples. Happy New Year. 
We don't know if you said Happy New Year. I did to all of them individually without you. Oh my god! (laughs) You don't listen to the podcast. I recorded a a message, so that's why we were late this week. It's on me, guys. No, no, it's It's on my fault. It's my fault. I missed our our recording day. Ninety-nine podcasts in, and I think seven of our misses have been my fault, and only three have been David's. I have never missed. Are you kidding me? One time you missed because you went to another state to go skiing and forgot to tell us. Hey, Joey, someone's here. He barked, guys. I promise. Uh, he barked. Uh, Rizzo's dog was laying very quietly beside us. Very lovely. His name is Joseph Callahan Herbie Rizzo, and he's a lovely, lovely dog. That's not his name at all. That's his name. No. All right, so can we get started? Yeah. Okay, so we kind of did categories. We did best book, best podcast, best movie, best TV show. Uh, so, um, yeah, so... We're bringing we- back the only series we do once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the only series that we actually repeat Repeat, now. do. Uh, um, our year so review. It'll be, uh, we'll throw up the, the topic, and then I will say what I think the best one is, Callie will say which one she thinks the best one is, and then we will push, put a poll up on uh, poll. Instagram, and we'll and go a week vote. of voting. And then we will have who made it to the 2021 Hall of Pineapple Best of the Year. Best and of the year. Seven pineapples all we around. We don't know <laughs> seven pineapples all around. We don't know what each other picked, so... Um, if we did the same thing, then it's automatically one. It's cool, man. Normally we go through and like say that we get to pick like one year. I really wanted to say he really wanted to say Endgame, and I said Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or something. And we had to like I have backups. We had to like let each other have things. If we tie, I have backups. I have backups for all of them but one. Okay, so the first first one, probably our most exciting one, is best movie that came out in twenty twenty one. Kelly, would you like to go first? Let's say on the count of three. So no, I'm okay with it. We'll, go, we'll rotate. So, I do have one that I have my second one, because I we just talked about this. It's it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man was... No, far From Home. Far From Home. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have that one up, because I knew you were going to pick it. was one of the best movies I saw this year. It was one of my, It was actually one of my only anticipated movies, besides Agatha Christie Death on the Nile, which has been pushed back yet another year. No one knows what that is. For the second time. Um, but actually, my number two was... Oh, can I... What? Oh, well, we, Can I we, say we, mine? Like, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Well, we would figure number two was mine. It's not. I know you haven't seen this okay. movie. Okay, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah is my uh, best movie of the year. It did, it did. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, also, my backup was uh, Chicago 7. My backup was, well, that came out this year? No way. We, we, Look you, it up. We were still at Wolf Street when we watched that. Were you still at Wolf Street this year? Yeah, we watched it here in this Wait, house. Wait, I want to change mine. So my, my favorite movie was Trial of the Chicago 7. That was my favorite movie. Okay. Well, there you go, guys. You're, Erase Spider-Man. You're, well, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> that's my number one. Pineapple Culture does. I, I literally left that on the board for you. That's my, that was my favorite movie. Of the, I watched that movie five times since you saw it. I love that movie. Wait, can I talk about that instead? Can I? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a great movie uh, talking about the trial of the Chicago 7, as it's in the name, um, who protested at the Democratic National Convention against the Vietnam War. It stars people such as Sasha Baron Cohen, Eddie Redmayne, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Great movie. Very intense movie. Magical powers. Linda Mom Miranda wrote it and helped edit. So I was like, oh, maybe, maybe we'll see. So good. The bops, if you know, you know, we don't talk about Bruno, uh, is a bop. It's very nonstop ass. Like you can tell Linda Miranda like wrote it. Like when you hear that song. Uh, the main character is great. The villain is like a secret villain. And it talks so much about like the pressures of different sibling roles in families and like how families keep secrets and keep pressure and I, I just it was really good it was really good about family structure I really enjoyed it went it. right to Disney Plus 
Um, I don't know if I want to write a Disney Plus. I don't. We got 7.3 out of 10 on IMBD. Um, but there's a song, Surface Pressure, by Jessica Darrow, oh, that every oldest this. child should listen to. Oh, yeah. So good. It's I enjoy the movie so much. Sure. It's really like good. Would really highly good. recommend it. It is on Disney Plus. Um, should we, would you watch it right now? Right now? Yeah, is that what you... No, is well, that what, that's because uh, that I don't, what I, I don't like watching movies with you when I don't know if you're going to like them or not because that's I don't crazy. want you to... If I like them, I don't want you to bash them. I which has never... only happened twice to me. One time. And it was the dumbest movie About I've ever time seen. About time is one of my favorite movies of all time. Is the Cinderella movie? No. That's a whole different issue in our friendship. What you, movie did, did you... Was it? I... One of the things my mom is mad at you for is that you pulled out basketball while we were trying to watch The Black Cinderella, a seminal film of my childhood and adult life. David hasn't even seen the whole thing. I told him he's not allowed to watch it anymore. He doesn't deserve to see I know, she any part of it. What did we no. watch after that? Uh, we watched Shrek. Uh, Shrek 2, actually. We watched Shrek 2. And but, it was such a good experience. And we but, all had a good time. No, we and we not. all laughed. You but, did have a good time? But Shrek 2. the one movie we Wait, watched. Wait, do you hate Shrek 2? Was, I love Shrek. I'm pretty sure First of all, in the Shrek movie, 2 is one of my favorite I'm pretty favorite sure movies. in the sequel movies, you picked that as the best sequel of all time. Uh, I might have, because I do love Shrek 2 with a burning passion. But it was about time, It's which is a lovely movie. And I'm not. And we watched it in full. This was like 2018 with, with my ex roommate, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. And, and we watched it. And you finished, literally, Nicole's crying on the couch. I'm holding back tears. And you go, wow, that was the dumbest movie I've ever seen. What, and it what's shattered the name of this, what's me. Name of this movie? It's called About Time. And it's so good. And you're like, why do you use time traveling powers to like, I don't know, could go be rich. It just, I love that movie so much. It is currently I, my favorite movie to rewatch, just to rewatch. Like, I, I would put it on the background. I have no clue about this I will movie. sit and watch it. I've, it's replaced Are you sure I've seen it? Yes. And it was... And I got, and you, we were walking out to our car separately. I said, good night. He said, are you mad at me? I'm like, kind of. And that was the end of it. I never brought it up again until this moment in time. Wow, I had no clue Where you have like scarred that. me for life. It, was it a dumb movie? Was I right? No, it's a phenomenal movie. Wait, what was about, he, what, what did I say? To, Wait, he couldn't use his superpowers for It's what? about um, a, a guy, it's a British movie. He finds out that all the men in his family he, can travel just, back in time in their own timeline. Is, is he just Alba in it? What? Is it Idris Elba? Bill no. oh, Nighy's in it. Margot Robbie's in it. Who? Rachel McAdams. Bill Nighy. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Margot Robbie. The science guy's in it? People eat. <laughs> it's Bill Nye. What did anyway, you say? I said Bill Nighy. You're not allowed to watch I'm it. I'm hearing the same because thing. Because it shattered me to my core. I would never and watch it. And now movie. there are movies. I don't remember that movie at all. That I keep but, secrets from you. But I trust my, my. There are movies I keep secrets. I'm like, Rizzo can never know about this movie. Because if he ruins this one for me, that's going to be friendship ending. Which is why I couldn't let you watch Rise of Cinderella and make fun of it. I couldn't handle you making fun of Are you a seminal movie. My, it's that's crazy. The way that you view Speed Racer is how I view the Black Cinderella. You can make I make fun of Speed Racer when I watch first, it. I first of all, you said you can't talk at all during this movie. Well, that's true. Talk. That's true. And you pull I out did, basketball and started making fun of the movie while we were I watching well, it. I watched one thing of basketball. One thing. And then you started making fun of the movie when, I said, when we called you out for watching basketball. That's not true. That and then it like just got loose and then you kept talking during it and I was so, I'm like, we're not watching anymore. David doesn't deserve to see my favorite part of the movie. Oh, because they were, I'm like, stop watching basketball and they're both singing in the square and you go, how are they singing and no one's looking at them? It's a musical, David. You know the rules. Anyway, there are movies that I cannot show you and it is a deep, deep wedge in our friendship that we may never cross. 
until our 200th episode where we live watch Cinderella. <laughs> and then we can comment If we on. make it to 200 <laughs> and we haven't changed anything, we can watch that. Uh, you know, you know, you know believe in pineapple culture? They'll make it to 200 episodes? That's in two years. If we made it two and a half years through like four, four houses, three jobs. We've not made it two and a half years. We made it two years. We made it two... We made it two years. Yeah. Through like four houses, five jobs, a wife, a dog, 17 roommates, and look where we are. Okay. So the next one is uh, best book that I read this year. Um, mine is uh, The Day the, the Sun Stood Still. Um, I reread it. It is a Stephen Furtick book. I read this back when I was doing Hard 75, when I was just like at grasping at straws trying to read books. Uh, this book did not come out this year, uh, but I read it this year. It originally published, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. 1972. What? Yeah. Stephen Furtick? How old is Stephen Furtick? He's old. How, like, but he wrote, was he like 20 when he wrote the book? Oh, wait. Maybe that's the wrong version. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, so what's happening? October 29th, 2013. Okay. What is, <laughs> what is this book? <laughs> I think there's another book called The Day the Sun Stood Still. Like a classic. Uh, the day the sun stood still. Three original novels of science. Is that name? Is that name? Is that by Gordon Dickinson? Dickinson. But that's not my book. Oh. Um, the day the, the sun stood still by Stephen Furtick is my book, and it, it's about how he convinced six families to start a church in North Carolina. They got together and they prayed, they prayed, they prayed to go to Africa, to go to Bangkok, to go to Japan, wherever the Lord is calling them. And the Lord called them um, two doors, uh, two uh, cities down. And they started a, a church in their home hometown, or their home city, home state, sorry. Which is now one of the biggest churches in the country. Spoiler alert. Oh, no, I guess <laughs> Sorry, you know. guys. Sorry. Yeah, it's a it's a forty day experience to activate your faith. So what he says in the book? Yeah. Like, okay, I was reading a statement, or is that a quote? Like, I'm reading what I'm reading right now. Oh, dangerous prayer by that cover is Craig Groeschel. Very dope. It's a nice cover. That's right, guys. I read by Dave the books. Reads, <laughs> Dave reads now. I read now. I just I've always read. I just I read like three books a year. That's what it is. I'll get into like a thing where I read a book and I'm like, I love this book yeah. and I finish it and I have no desire to whatsoever to start, a new book. to start a new book. See, I'm the opposite. When I finish a book, I like need to have... You read a... fiction though. I read... Oh, first of all, I read all across the board. Thank you very much. Oh. Thank you very much. Science books don't count for classes. Uh, I, don't, I read a lot of nonfiction books. Thank you very much. Yes, I just told you. I uh, just read matter. one about World War II that was very enlightening uh, from a French man's perspective. You, were you, did you see it? World War II was fictional, Cal. <laughs> um, actually, one time, <laughs> Dave and I, we were, for, I think the second time we interned together, I brought two books along. Both extremely long books and you wouldn't have a lot of time to read. Fictional and, books. Uh, yes, both are fictional books. And so That's what you read. That's not just what I read. That's, okay. what I, that's just what I can read the fastest. Mm. And I enjoy long amounts of binge reading, like like four hours of just reading. Um, and one I started, and then Dave picked it up and read the first couple pages. Like, this book sounds great. I'm going to read it this summer. And I'm like, okay, you have this book. I'll pick the other book. And then he didn't touch the book again for the rest of the summer. And I didn't get to read it. It's like, that I, doesn't oh. sound like it me. It was 112263 by Stephen King, one of my favorite books. 
and uh, it's about time travel, stopping the JFK assassination. I read it. I read it. And you read it first because you never touched it again. It was so um, good. My book was actually, That's actually what I want to change my answer to. What? 11263? <laughs> you know, I might read that. Oh, I lost it. was it. about the assassination of JFK. <laughs> That's correct. I know. I read the book. I don't believe you. What? Um, where else does he travel back in time? He travels to two places. Texas, so stop the JFK assassination, and... Egypt? <laughs> Dairy, Maine. <laughs> to cross the Red Sea? <laughs> Uh, my book actually was I read this book for the first time. Reread this book for the first time since you reread it for 2000, the first time. What a milestone! <laughs> two thousand and nine. I'm gonna reread this book many times. Um, this will be my first time rereading this book. The Wrinkle in Time series, uh, which uh, originally came out in 1962. A movie came out about in 2018 with Chris Pine, um, by Madeline Alangle. For Christmas last year, one of our listeners, Caitlin, hello, bought me this beautiful uh, like set of the whole trilogy on one book. And it's like superimposed on this gorgeous paper. And I like, I've been scared to touch it because it's like, it looks just like, it's like kind of book you put on display. Yeah. Like it looks like art. It's so pretty. It's the, everything about it is beautiful. And I was like, you know, I really want to read Wrinkle on Time, but I don't want to touch the book. But I can't buy what the same movie book again. What was that? What? What movie did that? Come? 2018 Chris Pine, Oprah Winfrey. Chris Pine? Play the oh. Played, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. um, I read Very it. cool. George Clooney is he in it? Uh, he, sounds like he, no, that's the, that's like the, the top, the top one to the, the space one. Wait, you know Wait, exactly I know what exactly what we're talking, talking about. Very similar vibes. Um, and it's a really, uh, this is like with mini Oprah Winfrey. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's all about, uh, a young girl's struggle with leadership, mm. um, and kind of losing your childhood and, and being given more than you can handle, mm. um, what you can handle. And it's a really good book to reread as an adult. Uh, the evil presence in it is very similar to Stephen King's, and I was very scared of it. But reading as an adult, it's just a really good book. And I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the writing. And I'd recommend it for any age, nine and up. It's a good book. Nine? You read a book for nine-year-olds? Uh, no, now I have. I reread it. Now Potter, I have like, to read There are a lot thing. of... Uh, well, Kill a Mockingbird's a book for 13... I just that? said now I have to you read have this to read it. thing. It's good, but you can't borrow my copy. Why? Because I think you're gonna spill something on it. I'm gonna, I'm <coughs> very stressed reading it. Look how well I took care of that book. You just threw it on the floor. It's right next to <laughs> a hat. So that is uh, for best book, Wrinkle in Time, as well as the day the sun yeah, sets. I'm also like cool with letting you win that one. That's fine. You don't have to post that one. We can make that one. No, I'm gonna post that one. Uh, next up is best podcast, Dave. Okay, so I uh, love, love, love drama. There's not enough drama in my life. Drama that I like. I don't like girl likes guy likes girl drama unless. Is people... there a lot of that in your life right now? Um, I'm like the Bachelor. Oh, like, oh, you know, oh! You're speaking in like, like I thought you meant like, like in like your life. You're like you have like a soap opera life you live. Like Abby's like throws a plate against the wall. But dude, I do like drama though. I you love do. when people you have to like drama. whisper in my office because we have to talk about someone. You like, love knowing uh, secrets. Oh, uh, dude, you secrets. love knowing secrets. I thrive for you secrets. I will me. ruin an evening. It's true. <laughs> David has threatened me many times to tell him a secret, things such as. We're not recording the podcast until you tell me the secret. But I do it for you guys. Don't worry. Um, So uh, the H3H3 podcast uh, has produced so much content for me this Mm. year. They are the Ethan and Hila from uh, from YouTube. Uh, They do After Dark. They do Leftovers. And they do Off the Rails. But this year, they started a new show with... 
called Frenemies with Trisha. Pa- oh, that you know what? They might have started that last year actually, because I actually was yeah. You know, this is a couple. Of, but they it dude Trisha Paiatus YouTube drama that beef dude I could not get enough of it. <clears throat> I'm actually really surprised we didn't talk about it on the Wait, podcast. I remember very much. I brought up I brought up like a story about it. And you go, you like sat there and you go, no, 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 no. Tell me more about something that I know everything about. <laughs> and I was like, never mind. And, and you I, told us I about remember, it. Well, I don't remember telling too much about it. Mm-hmm. But because there's so much into it that people don't care unless they're like, and everyone that does care follows the drama. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But oh my goodness, I will watch them forever. And I watch them on YouTube. And they, my, and my favorite part about them is they have officially built a team. Um, they have like a, uh, they have a producer, they have AB, they have Dan, they have a guy that's in Sweden that does their online stuff. They officially brought him on the podcast and they Skype him in for the really? whole podcast. And they just, the, Ethan and Ela run the show or Ethan, Ela's pregnant. Ethan will run the show for the most, uh, time, but he, he, he just bounces off of them a lot. And I just was like, I love the relaxed environment and I just hope one day we can, um, I, I would totally be down to have a a producer of the show, we, oh, like we, we for talk, video. We talk about how bad we want a producer for video. And how, like, we want to make videos, and we would. I would let them be in, like, mm-hmm. like very similar. Like it would be still be our show, but they would be able to contribute to it. Should we have like a goal for twenty twenty two to like to go with a third person to, to go? Because we, to we go tried. Big. We tried videotaping ourselves during. It's so hard to focus on videoing and videotaping. What am I? A <laughs> hundred. We tried videoing ourselves. It's so hard to video us and work on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I think if we would have, because we, we tried it during quarantine, which was, I think, hard also because we had no structure. Like, we just saw each other every day, so yeah. it was like no structure. It would have had to be like, Monday we do video, what other whatever day we record this podcast, which we'll never <laughs> know. We record the podcast, right, right, right. and you edit this, and you edit that. I think, I think one day we could get there. I think we could get there someday. We both have Macs now, so... The world's our oyster. Who, who hasn't had a Mac? Remember I had like a Dell for like most of the first when of our podcast? When you would open it as a computer and you go... <laughs> <laughs> Screen's cracked. Yes. So I'm, H3H3 podcast is my answer. Nice. Uh, mine is a podcast that I started... Uh, actually started in 2016. Until now. Uh, called The Hilarious World of Depression. And it is hosted uh, by Joe Munn who is an ex-NPR person. And he just has comedians on who have had any nice. struggle with mental health and talks about it. People from Bill Hader, Jim Gaffigan, Mike Birbiglia, John Green, Gary Goldman, Maria Bamford. And I was recommended to me by a co-worker. And as you guys know, I work in psychology. And <clears throat> if, you don't, if you don't know what Dave and I do. And it combines two of my favorite things, comedy and mental health. And it is so good because these comedians are on. They're not just, like, doing a set. They're not just, like, do, like performing they're asked they're getting asked questions they don't know are coming up and they're just you see that you see them naturally be funny like bill Hader's talking about the anxiety attacks he used to have on snl and he's just he's a hilarious person so he's talking so openly about like one time he had to like literally just leave in the middle of a skit and no one like he won't tell people what skit it is and he's crying in the bathroom but the world tells the story is so genuine so unique and so hilarious Mm -hmm. and the whole thing in it they ask this question beginning do you think depression is funny to every comedian? And every comedian says yes. I think it's hilarious. And it's just really cool to hear them talk about all the mental health struggles infused with comedy. And it's just one of the most honest podcasts I've ever heard in my entire life. And I really enjoy it. I highly recommend it. Uh, Gives the Cali Pineapple approval. And it's a fun time. I would actually like to change time. my answer. What? 
to Pineapple Culture, best podcast of the year. So when David sent me the list, he put Pineapple Culture with like a raised eye. He put best podcast, raised eyebrow, as if like, are we going to say other Wait, podcasts? today? No, what, this was like uh, when you gave me the list before we were going to record last time. Like, I, recently? You know, like this last time like, I was like three times you a ago. raised eyebrow? Some kind of emoji like that, raised eyebrow. That's all we need Maybe I sent you uh, Best podcast, IDK. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We know it's last, but yeah. Uh, uh, so that funny. is um, H2H3 Frenemies and the Hilarious <laughs> World Depression. I'm pretty sure I put that shrugging shoulder in this emoji. Because we have a podcast? As in like, maybe not this one because it's not that actually that good. But I think this is the best year that we've answered it. Yeah, before, before we're annoying. like very uh, niche things. But these, I think these are both ones that our listeners could enjoy. Okay, Callie. I I don't... Next, next up is... Uh, TV show mm-hmm. and Callie, I don't have a one answer for this. You have to have one answer for it. I, I picked a one answer, so you have to pick a one answer. I'm gonna let. So I can pick one that will win. Can I pick a second answer as well, and then we both pick what we're gonna do head to head? No, no, we gotta what? pick one. It's one. It's the best. It's the best. Well, of the that's year. what I thought was gonna it's happen. Best time of the year. So uh, oh, sorry. It's, this one's, this one's came out right, not watch. It has to has come out. I'm picking sure. To... I got. I got. I'm with you, Kelly. You can mention your second pack. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Um, Ted Lasso. No, you're a liar. You're a I watched liar. it and I really like it. Not. I, you did not. I watched not. it and I really like it. I don't it. believe you. I'm looking at our Apple history right kidding. now. I, I haven't watched it. I haven't. <laughs> so mad. Um, so my runner's up for second and third place. Oh my gosh. See, which yes. I believe my third place is The Witcher. Because the season two of The Witcher is so Wait, much better. Have you been watching that on my account, not on yours? Because someone's watching The Witcher under my... Probably Caleb. Oh my gosh. And it's such a good show. And uh, I really thought sec- season two really stepped it up. So mm-hmm. I'm really proud of them. Um, but, you know, that's a, hard, that's a hard third place. And that's also recency, recency biased. If that mm-hmm. would have came out in February, I definitely would have... This would not even be in the talk. Do you think if it came out in February, it wouldn't even be considered? No. All right. Number two, Loki. Such a good oh, show. Yes. And people, I should pick Loki. I'm actually going to double check the year that this came out in. Just that was 2021. Make, no, 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 not that. And uh, this other show oh, okay. that I'm picking. Just to make sure. Do you, that, want you, do you want me to give you my three and two? No, I'm going to talk about Loki. Uh, Loki has one episode in that show. Have you? Did you see I that? I saw Loki. That has one episode in that show, which I'm surprised you watched just Loki. pushed over the edge and was like, this is what Marvel movies are made of, mm-hmm. this one episode. And it was the one where all the Lokis were helping get distract him. Yeah. And I was like, this is what I hope the multiverse is, mm-hmm. but they're not going to make it. They're going to make it overcomplicated. This is super simple. One person trapped in the multiverse, you know, and they, they don't have to give any origin stories to any of these other people. Just super, yeah, they, they did, it didn't, nothing was time wasted. They were like, oh yeah, I better well, hand off a we, crocodile. We just saw the trailer for um, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And, and I, I have not seen one new character in that trailer. It's just been people they don't know. even know yet. They're so confused over there. Oh, they're trying to oh, write. I, ha- I heard, I heard a thing, a secret about that. You can't whisper on the podcast. I heard a thing, guys. Work. It's a secret. Just skip ahead t- exactly 10 seconds if you don't want to hear this. Starting wait, wait. now. Okay, I'm going to skip. Hang on. Oh, it's. Uh, there's rumors that Tobey Maguire oh, is, is on for, is on for Multiverse of Madness. Oh. And I'm I just probably like a cameo. No, he's on, on. So the number one show I picked, and uh, this will not win because it's a niche. It could go up against a pile of dirt, and it will not win. That's how confident I am. 
that it will not win, okay. no matter what show you pick. Uh-huh. Um, it is uh, Amazon Prime's original Invincible. It is the cartoon oh, show yes. Invincible. Nice. It's a cartoon show about a superhero based off of the comic book Invincible, and it is one of the most creatively done cartoon superhero shows. It has very, very similar... Good. You saw the whole thing? I have not seen the last two episodes. It got very similar vibes to The Boys, or the the, cart- or the the show The Boys. But I like it better than The Boys. Oh, yeah, me too. Wait, it's the Boys so is so boring. It got so... It's fine. I just started rewatching Invincible two weeks ago, because I want to finish it, and I was watching it with Hannah. Sorry, Hannah. I want to finish it now, so I'm rewatching right. it all. I'm, that's right. I convinced yeah, at, Hannah to watch and it. And we're watching then, it together, and yeah. then we, we binge-watched it, and then didn't watch the last two, and we never... Did so I'm rewatching it. Holy cow! So I, I was it. like ready to watch the next. Episode. I I wanted to be able to watch it all at one time. I was just like, because I'm pretty sure it got released one episode at a time. No, it didn't. It no, because this, this is how you brought it up to me. We were at a fire at your house, and you said, "Hey, Kyle, do you like Mark Hamill?" I'm like, "Yeah." Do you like J.K. Simmons? Do, do you, you like, like that one favorite person? Britta, Britta, Britta from, from, and you uh, started naming people, and I was like, "Yeah, I go." Do you They're like all the, in a show do you like called, the, called Invincible, and then he pulled out the trailer and showed it to me. I was so excited. Spock, Seth Spock, Rogen, yes. and then someone else from like a niche show that I really like. I can't remember, and I was like, "I love this person." Yeah, because you had just said that. Oh, oh it was um, it was Doctor Eleventh Doctor, uh, Matt Smith, Matt Smith. Also, Justin Rowland oh, from the creator from Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. And I was like, oh no, yeah, but that's such a good one. Um, it, and, and, and you know, it's not gonna win because mm-hmm. it's not. It was unless you have Amazon Prime, you don't know what the show is because they did not. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't hear and, anything about it anywhere else. But the the few people that I have known that what oh the the bad guy in How Much Your Mother, um uh, the the bad guy How Much Your Mother the one that like the karate is, kid no the evil <laughs> the evil guy that has evil eyes that breaks that breaks the band up. And how I met your mother? Yeah, the band, the the, the band that the mother's in. Oh, yes, yes that do fit. Okay, I was like, crazy and all guys. of the cast of The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And Zazie Beats. David's um, right. It's amazing. It is, and the ending when J.K. Simmons is like just, just going, oh, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm binging it tonight. I'm binging it tonight. I will talk oh, to you. Oh, you about haven't it. seen it? Well, I told you I've seen the last ending? two episodes. So I'm going to watch. You know, oh, I'm watching them tonight. Crap. Oh, I didn't. Well, no, I just I'm told not you. gonna talk about it. Um, you know what? I'm gonna watch it tonight. The whole show, binge it all. And you're gonna call me, you. and you're gonna, gonna be like, you, you know what? Will you answer it at four a.m. when no. I? Oh, okay. Uh, you'll be like, you know what? I should have picked this as the best show that came out. You know what? I'm gonna send it to you in a voice note so you can play on the podcast next week, just to prove that you were right. Oh wow, you you're agreeing with me really hard that you like that show, and you haven't even seen the final no, because, episode. Because again, like, so Hannah and I started it, and we we watched it so hard, and I was like, after the end of the first episode, I'm like, wait. That's insane. Yeah, it has and a then it gets it's, better. It's really good. It kind of gets a little boring, and then it comes back. Yeah, there's like a little like mid where they kind of have a show. more. Yeah, it's a cartoon. But it was so I genuinely liked every character so much. I was even like, Nah, man, he can't be bad. I don't believe. Right, I don't believe right, it. And like, it just it's so. I I need to finish it. Now now I'm like getting excited about it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's an old one. It came out. Yeah, the very beginning. I may have been single. Uh, you were not single. Or, or engaged. You were engaged. Yes. The... Very early. Yeah. Um, so my number three, also one that is very, just on Netflix, um, The Sinner. Uh, Not Ted Lasso? No, I said my number three. Oh. It's The Sinner. Oh. So I'm going to give my three to see if you can. Um, really good. Um, this really good show. It's a psychological thriller show about a detective who's off the rails trying to solve very, very interesting and like very crazy crimes. Like there's like a cult crime in season Mm. two and it just, it just, I really enjoyed it. I watched all season two in like three days. It was really, really good. Um, 
the first season can be get like a little Black Mirror esque with like the dis- we don't the care about disturbing. Talk about the no, worry about it. Anyway, the number two is Midnight Mass by Mike Flanagan. It is his third uh, original series. First one being Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Blind Manor, Midnight Mass. So good. I watched it with my roommate. We finished it in three weeks, and mm. we have opposite schedules. Each, mm. each episode's like an hour long. It's tough. And it was the first show in a while where I watched the finale, and we genuinely didn't talk. And like I just my jaw just kept dropping, and I was like, no, no. And I'm like, that can't be it. Mm. And then I kept like pausing it to see how much time we had left in the episode. I was like, this can't, no. And then it was like something crazy happens and there's six minutes left. And we were like, no, I mean, to take a break. It was so good. It was my favorite also with someone else watching it. Great show. Mm. Love it. It's not as scary as the first two. It's more like a commentary on like Catholicism and like it's just very small town. It's just really good. I enjoyed it. Good. My number one, of course, as you guys know, is Ted Lasso. Only on Apple TV. One bunch of Golden Globes. Love it. And it is one of the only shows in the past five years besides Bojack Horseman where I will just pick it to rewatch. I like just watched it. That's crazy. Like New Girl I've been watching for like 10 years. Like Friends, how much other has been over my life. I'll keep watching it. But I finished Ted Lasso and then the next day I watched Lasso episode one, season one. And like oh, I'll just randomly crazy. watch it. That's crazy. And it's just such a good show. It's so fun and like now that I'm rewatching it for the third time, I just finished it with my friend Hannah. Uh, it's so wholesome. I like love Ted Lasso and him as a character. But that's like the opposite of Bojack Horseman, though. Yeah, it is. You just compared it to Bojack Horseman. Well, yeah, there's different kinds of. Well, yeah, it's just I like will keep rewatching it or like my favorite episodes, like season one, episode three, Trent Crim Independent. You know if you know. I love watching. Ted Lasso, highly recommend. I'm not surprised you like Bill Lasso, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Because like, so, so I've recommended BoJack Horseman to you. I was like, we watched it together. You said well, you have to watch. I know. This. And we watched like four. And, <laughs> so and I and I have said other things about like like I think you like like I don't think you would like Entourage, but I know my wife would love Entourage. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is important. Did you listen to the podcast? They called Entourage I... the male version of Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So like, I know what to recommend to you, and then I, like I watched the first episode of. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso. On, the pl- on a plane to... Uh... Your honeymoon? Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, and I was like, you know what? I, and I, and like my brain was like, that was nice. Never will watch another episode again. And we'll never recommend this to anyone. And then you're over here raving about it. And partially, I think it's because you know I don't like it. So that's also what I think. No, it's truly... But, and the- but I've never seen you rave about a show so much that I have been like... It's okay. Again, like, and I will give you this, nothing happens in the first episode. It literally just establishes, here are your characters, here's, they are in London, he's first time on the team. He hasn't even met the players yet when season, when episode one happens. Just establishes Ted Lasso, Beard, Rebecca, and like, who all the players kind of are. And I watched it, and I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued. And the first episode was 26 minutes long. Mm. So I immediately went to the next one, and then the next, second one, I was in. I literally, I was in. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, but yeah, and you know, when I watched the first episode of New Girl, I also didn't yes. like that show. And I watched all of it, but I didn't pay attention to any of it. And I remember going back and being like, this is the God's gift to comedy, rewatching New Girl. As hyped as you are now mm-hmm. about. Uh, I think if you rewatch Ted Lasso, you, you give it three episodes. Well, no, I only give it two episodes. And you right. give it the first two episodes. You genuinely want to know what happens. It's also like. You have no idea what's going to happen. Like, I truly was like, I couldn't even figure out, I'm like, what's going to happen in the end? Right. And right. I literally, new season two was coming, but I'm like, well, he didn't like be on the soccer team. Like, I was right. so confused. And I don't, and, and then, I don't hold people against people that don't like New Girl. Oh, yeah. Because I too was there. Was there. I finished all of it. I don't know, probably season three had just come out. 
and I finished all the way up to there, and I was like, yeah, me neither. I also didn't like it. Dude, you have to watch. Dude, but you when you watch it, watch season it. Season four. Oh, but when you Prime. then you go back after Yo. that, and you're just like, wow, <laughs> this, this is show is incredible. I did just rewatch the second half of season one of New Girl, and I was like, wait, why? Are, why not rewatching these episodes? It's like the Fancy Man era. I'm yeah. like, and Ginslinger, amazing. But Ted Lasso, also the characters are so easy to get attached to, and it's also the show that I've cried the most watching in season two because you get so attached, and the season two is like a lot. More, a little bit more serious with still, still like same amounts of jokes and comedy, and like you see such character growth, and just it's good. Okay. I would highly recommend it. I good. think you should give it another chance. Maybe it's a good show. Maybe you know what? Uh, I might use my free my free pass to make you watch episode. No, I can't waste it on that. I can't. Um, my free pass uh, is I have it recorded. Um, so uh, best person of the year is our I next category. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's okay a little bit yeah. out of order so um i do not know who to pick and i'm hoping that you picked the same person as me so we can do the same you know thing who i'm picking oh who are you picking so i asked if we could do a repeat oh yeah great um so <laughs> i had my my oh, then i'm not um uh, elon musk is one of uh my runner-up times <laughs> people mm-hmm. person of the year he's a great guy he almost, he almost got it he didn't get the first year because that was when the the, the tesla truck came out yeah. and you were like out on elon musk for a little bit you're like i'm done what is it, a Tesla truck? It looks like a, a mouse pad and you were out on Elon. Um, I also have Jake Paul, who um, who would never win because everyone hates him. But if you really water him down, <laughs> freaking genius. Um, of course, he's 5-0 and in boxing. And mm-hmm. a couple of those, two of those wins came this year. It's, it, it, it is, he's just a horrible person, mm-hmm. but he is the best at being horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, then my runner-up. I think a big Jake Paul thing, too, which I just realized, is that the memories I know the most of him were some of his dumbest videos. And this I, is Jake Paul, not Logan Paul. No, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. And there's a Cody Ko that's cringe video oh, about yeah. that. And I and how they met with well, well he like it was, he was bullying it's when him. They first make fun of him for that rap he did with the teacher, and and then the teacher responded, and it's so funny. I can't separate anything Jake Paul does from What's it. How does it go? Which one? Honey, bro, on the Disney Channel flow. Well, yeah, and the, and the teacher goes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the teacher... Teacher destroyed him. And right. I, anyway, yeah. Uh, Tom Holland, I had him up there. Yes. And I think you should pick Tom Holland and not Paul Rudd. But that's just my personal opinion. Sorry, I gave your guy away. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. That's twice. You guys should pick Tom Holland? Yeah, I think he crushed it this year. I, Cherry, Devil All the Time. Um, but it's okay. Uh, but the pe- the winner of the the winner of this one and mm-hmm. is going to be undebated. It'll be unmatched. You will I'm so not... scared to see what It's going to be flipping Betty White. <gasps> <laughs> You got her. You got her by what seven hours? Oh my gosh! Wow. I can't even compete. That's brutal. That's crazy. Why would you just say I'm that? Like, that's, that's why you picked that seven hour difference. It's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> oh yeah, we need to talk about that. That happened like this week. Feels like it happened a year ago. Ninety nine uh, years young. Crazy. Betty White, Golden Golden Girls, um, loved to love people. Mm. Um, she was born a cockeyed optimist, as uh, one of her. Um, at her, the the people that were the the people that hurt in her life. I don't know if it's her any relations because she's also very old. Ninety nine. She looks great for ninety nine too. Like she does not look ninety nine. She said, "I'm so I I'm so lucky to be in such good uh, company at this age. It's amazing. Um, I try to avoid anything green." I think it's working. <laughs> that's what that's what the last recorded things that she was saying. Um, so yeah, she's a, a beautiful lady. 
bigger than life, I'd say. One of the most talented uh, She's also actresses. She's also and everything. Every, yeah, comedians ever. And I saw this one thing was like, Betty White managed to live through the era where like people are like, oh, it was the 70s, you could say whatever you want, like and like that whole thing, without being controversial at all. She was fine. Yeah. Like she... She... She's the Steve Carell of women. Yes. She spent 99 years just like... Just just doing nothing. No no controversies. And you know when like a celebrity dies, people like bring up things that they did now that they're dead. Try to get clout. I've seen nothing. Mm. I've seen nothing bad about Betty White. And I don't think you ever will. Oh yeah, never will. Um, Yeah. So who'd you pick? I can't even... I didn't want to put mine up because it's Paul Rudd and I can't even compare to Betty White. She's Did amazing. Paul Rudd do anything this year other than the Ghostbusters movie? The Sexiest Man Alive? Oh. Sorry, but I'm going to give it to Paul Rudd. Um, and he just... Yeah, Sexiest Man Alive. And he did Paul Ghostbusters. Good, and I really enjoyed Ghostbusters. And he did uh, The Shrink Next Door. Yes, which, which I, I voted yet, for podcast, podcast last, year. last year. Dude, I can't even compare. Betty White's amazing. Golden Girls, iconic and comedy. Like, phew, The fuck... Man, I can't even. Com- it's. I'm not even gonna put her. I'm can you compare? Can I you, can't. Can, can you even? But it's amazing. I know. She's in seven thousand. Well, movies. we picked Chadwick Boseman Betty last White year. Is in, I don't understand. Is in the opening of of the, uh, the season premiere of season two of Community. She's in one episode of it, and she kills it. It's amazing. She's so great. Oh, she's in. She's in. Oh, somebody could the proposal. Oh. She's in the Lorax. She is in the Lorax. She's. She's in everything. I can't even compare. I'll put him up, but like I can't compare Betty White. She's amazing. I think the big deal with Betty White is everyone was like, "It's a big deal with Betty White." What I'm saying, like in comparison, was like no one really saw the because you didn't like let it like talk about Chadwick Boseman thing coming up. Mm-hmm. But there's so many mentions and memes like if 2021 takes Julie Andrews, Betty White, or Dolly Parton, I'm out, and like all these memes took, about like people. It took Norm Macdonald, the SNL guy. Norm, you say Norman or Norm McDonald? Okay, I was like Norm McDonald. Who's this Norm Norman McDonald? Um, also, didn't um Alex Trebek was that this year? Um, maybe last year. Uh, I think we actually we picked him for Person of the Year because Chadwick Boseman won. You picked Alex Trebek. I picked Chadwick Boseman. Yes. No, I picked Alex. There's no way that you picked. You just know that you picked Alex Boseman that I didn't have him up as mine. That's funny because you'll probably say the same exact thing about Betty White (laughs) next year. There's no way you picked Betty White. No, no, I believe Betty White. I didn't even think about that because it was right. It was man. It was really at the end of the wire. The minute she died, I was like, person of the year. That was your first thought. I thought condolences. Person Person of the the year. year. Um, All right, best music. Best music? Uh, best album, best album. song, whatever you want to do. If your song is in the album, you can say that. Best music released. How about that? Um, I'm going, you guys know what I'm going to pick. Well, uh, let, me, let me go first. Because oh. everyone knows what you're going to pick. Let me go first. You just, okay. Fine. Okay, Red by Taylor Swift. I knew you were going to do this. I knew as soon as you <laughs> said ahead, that. Ahead, you're, mine's Red by Taylor Swift, uh, the re-recording. Uh, it's great. I loved it. Last year, Taylor Swift also got my vote with Evermore. Um, but Red is was right in the span of time where I got into, like, pop. I went from listening to Christian music and, like, Christian heavy metal, some skillet, some thousand-foot crutch, mm. you know, some need to... Just some very traditional Christian music as well. And Chuckles was my first pop artist that I ever listened to. Red was right at that seminal moment of, of being a teenager. And all of the Vault songs, bang. They're bangers. And All Too Well is arguably one of her best songs. And <coughs> the fact that she finally got to release the 10-minute version... And then have the short film with Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink in it. And just, I love Red. 
Good. I love Rising album. It's not my favorite. It's good to love. Oh, that's As everyone knows my favorite Taylor Swift album of all time is Speak love Now. Love Story. Speak love Now. Story. Album. Love Story. That's yours. Album. Love Speak Now. Story. When the recording for Speak Now comes out, I'll be I'll be gone for Which a week. Which one is it again? Speak love Now. Love Story? <laughs> but yeah, Red's great. And if I had to pick a song, it would be the 10 Minute All Too Well, which uh, is a banger. But if I had to pick a song that was is like a new song that like is a whole whole new song, it'd be uh, She Did Nothing New with uh, Phoebe Bridgers. And they did a song together. And it's uh, really wistful, really good. I love the Vault songs. I like it better than Fearless. Like the Vault songs as well. Uh, yeah. I don't have as much to say about this music. Right, it's great. So, um, some honorable mentions. Uh, Certified Lover Boy by Drake. Donda by Kanye West. Adele. What is Adele? Adele 30? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. 30? 30. She's 30. But the best music that was released this year was... Tick Tick Boom, the the movie Tick Tick Boom. Did you watch it? I watched it like three times. You haven't even talked about it. Have you seen it? Yes, I saw it right away. Okay, it's so good. Um, such a fu- <laughs> so many so good many, soundtrack. So uh, it's a um, it is technically a musical by Jonathan Larson, mm-hmm. but I'm picking the 2021 revived um, movie soundtrack mm-hmm. where, um, you have all the classical songs in it. You have 3090, which is such, such a fun one. 3090 is very um, fun. My favorite one, I don't know the name of it. Let's see if I can recognize it. Is it Oh, Real Life. It is called, yeah, Real Life. It's the one where, like, it's just like, is this real life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, like, like and I'm like, I was like, dang, I want to, I want to make like a commercial and just put this on. Yes. In it. <laughs> I can't believe we talked about it. Um, well, we don't hang out. We do hang out. Not really. We just record the podcast and then just go about our lives. Sorry, do you want to hang out more? Is that what you're saying? I'd be down to hang out if you want. want to hang out? We'll talk about that in the podcast. Um, fun fact also, we have a whole playlist for pop culture called Tunes That Dropped in 2021. It has every single... I'll post it. Every album that came Why out. Why is it called Pineapple Culture? It's under Pineapple Culture. There's It's J.P. Sachs. There's Ruth B. Ash, Did John Mayer, make- Billie Eilish, Did Ben Platt, Kanye West, uh, Hobo Johnson, Drake. Did you make this? I did. But I don't remember making this. Did we talk about this? We posted this before. Dodie Clark, AJR. Wait. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Orchestra came out this year. That's no, my honorable mention. No, it didn't. It did. I looked up AJR's music. 2021, the new album came out this year. Okay, Orchestra. It came out before yeah, the summer. I like the... Well, yeah, you like, you like Neo Theater Neo better. Theater better. Um, but yeah. Actually, that'd be my runner-up is Okay, Orchestra. It's probably my favorite... Um, Andrew album. That's yeah. so weird because I so I just, just googled AJ AJR music release mm-hmm. 2021 because my it was literally like my in my search mm-hmm. and it was a different search result. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Or because Bang came out a year before. I'm yeah. like, what? What's this? For? I wouldn't pick that anyways. Oh yeah, I that's my that's my runner up for sure though. I very right. much enjoy the album. But right. um. So yeah. next is a favorite book. I can't believe we did We did that already. Because you're going out of order. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not going out of order. That's the real order. And that's it. Wait, do you have any honorable mentions? Go ahead. Do you have any? No, I told you this in the beginning. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I said one. Um, I really enjoyed, even though it's it's uh, crapped on a lot. Tiger King. No, I did not watch Tiger King Season 2. Um, Libby Rodrigo's debut album. I don't know what that is. Libby Rodrigo. She has like Traitor. Oh, you, you want music honorable mentions? No, that's my only honorable mention I have. It's just... I... Because I... I I picked an album because originally we did we did a song last year, so I picked it. That was my anyway. That's what I had written down. What was your favorite movie? Was it? Was um, it Far From Home? Did you? Switch I said Spider Man. Okay, you didn't switch it again. Um. So our finals for best movie is Spider Man Far From Home, 
versus Judas and the Black Messiah. Best animated is Encanto versus Mitchell and the Machine. Best book is Wrinkle in Time versus The Day the Sun Stood Still. Uh, best podcast is Frenemies H three H three podcast. Oh versus... no, no, not Frenemies, just the H three H three podcast. Oh, that's it. Yeah, sorry, H three H three H three podcast versus the Hilarious World of Depression. Best TV show, it TV show, excuse me, is Ted Lasso versus Invincible. Best album is Red versus Tick Tick Boom. Best person is Paul Rudd versus Betty White. And we will post a poll. We didn't have anything that was the same. What do you think we're gonna have the same of? Um, was that, was that a joke? Mm, I don't know. I guess maybe movie. All right. Well, that's what we have. We'll post a poll and you'll know by our next episode, which if I'm not mistaken, is our 100th episode of Pineapple Culture. Nice. Dude, how do you feel at 99? How do you feel at 99? I'm asking. I asked you first. I asked you second. Answer the question. I feel good. Me too. I feel... I feel good. I was listening back to some of our... I feel like... Go ahead. You answer. Earlier ones. It's classic us. Am I right? (laughs) earlier ones and thinking back to like even how we sat and how we did it and we just are so much more relaxed now because i've been watching the h3h podcast and you like are forcing us to be more relaxed <laughs> like the way i'm sitting i'm like leaning back in a chair like yeah we're, t- we're chatting yeah and you have somewhere you have to be so which is the same as in the beginning of the podcast so can we uh wrap this up i did have a quiz for you but we don't uh, no, do we, we don't we're do already guess how, we long, guess how long we're going uh we're 55 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. we're at 55 minutes exactly pretty close what, what are we actually at 54. Wow. 55 minutes. Yo, put, give me a lottery ticket. This is my lucky night. You, would you really want to go to the lottery? No, I'm not really. Hey! Alright, guys. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, we'll give you one more tip for the new year. Don't, Don't eat, eat the, the yellow, yellow snow. snow. <laughs> Callie and Dave. Pineapple culture. But it's not just a culture, though. It's a way of life. P-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E Culture It's a buffet of hearsay. Callie and Dave are bringing all of their passionate hot takes on Monday, not Tuesday. P I N E A P P L E C U L T U R E. Culture, culture.